time to power up. Power up. Autobots, roll out. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Radio, right? You guys if not, you've bored. kind of gone to the wrong place. It's like one guy way in the back. Yay! You're all here for Dungeon Crawler's freaking radio, right? How many here have actually listened to the show before? What? None of you. Awesome. Listen to the show before. We don't know him. We were on it. So we How many of you are here because we're giving away free prizes? Yes. yes. <laughs> I have a bucket of stuff we're gonna give away tonight. A literal bucket. So yes. There's a guy coming in. Free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. We got him to stay just for free stuff. Someone go outside and tell the rest of you. No. Oh yeah. Yes. All right. That, that Boa Fett hat deserves its own prize. Yes. It does. All right. Nice. So should we introduce ourselves? No. No, just go for it. I'm Jared Seach. Yes. I'm Jessica Smith. I'm Michael Bray Collins. I didn't know if it was just the people introducing like the <laughs> you guys or if I was supposed to. Yes, you're, you're the book author for a yes, couple like, I'm issues ago. I'm of the swimming pool full of cool, cool people. No, I'm the don't. nerd in the bushes just sitting there wondering if she'll ever notice me and hoping no one calls me out because things have just gotten embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You better you better that nerd in the sandlot, not that. Oh yeah, that's right. The, and also, the lifeguard. I married a scorching hot babe. So for all of you out there thinking like, hey McKay, what was the name of that chick off of the Sandlot? The lifeguard. Peppercorn. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. All right, I'm, I'm Daniel Swenson. We're Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We're a geek radio show. Uh, we also do video stuff like that. So just Dungeon Crawlers. Skip the radio. Um, yeah. We broadcast live every week, so you can check us out on our website. We'll get more information later. But uh, we have some pretty cool guests. Yes, we have some pretty fun adventures. We got Michael Brent. Uh, I'm literally today. Yes. Yes. How's that for you? Uh, he writes books. Next week we're gonna have Bob Salvatore on the show, part of his book tour. Uh, we have tons of people come through the show, so check us out if you haven't already. If you like us, hopefully you do. So we'll just jump into this. Woo! So, where do you guys want to start? I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's throwing me off because normally we have like intro music and. Yeah, I know. Do you guys see you home something? <laughs> oh my gosh, she did. <laughs> 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 That's not like the a really like the hobo's version of the THX sound. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sitting in my cardboard box, getting ready to watch a pretend movie in my head. That's what I hear. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, awesome. Daniel, you know where I want to start. 
comes up. Yes, yeah, hold on. I, I, well, yeah. the, the other weird thing is that it's normally just like the four of us in a room, just like. Uh, it's usually just the three of us. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yes. yeah. and we feel we feel like they're the funniest we people in the world because we laugh at each other's jokes, and now yeah. we got an audience that needs and it's to like, laugh too. Oh my gosh, we can't make up the laughter in our heads. We gotta step it up. Right. It's, smart. it's like all of our personalities have been made flesh. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm I, still trying to find some. Sorry. Okay, you go ahead. Um, I actually, Jake's over there texting. I don't even like my own show. Phoebus <laughs> <laughs> has zero on Yelp. We don't even have a Yelp. How many of you guys are watching Fear the Walking Dead? Are you really watching it? Wow. Yeah. How many of you think it sucks so far? How many of you have not seen it? The first couple episodes were bored for The Walking Dead, and now it's, oh. I fear that some people that I really hate won't get killed by The Walking Dead. Really yeah. Aww. I, I would say everybody is is total ass on that show, but I will say this also, I freaking love that show. I love that the zombies aren't technically the bad guys. They're really no, not. Spoiler, they're spoiler, not. Spoiler, 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 sorry. Spoiler, they're not. Spoiler. I mean, they're zombies, they're, but they yeah, need the government more of the evil than they have the zombies. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The government is evil. <laughs> the government is evil. Well, I know, but more of us. Military. Military. Okay. Military. And Daniel found out with his well, 99% sign again. <laughs> You're on your phone. You stay out of it. Okay. <laughs> but I'll no, go over to my was, corner. It was really cool um, that they decided to do that because, you you know, it's kind of slow moving. The first episode is really slow moving because something's happening, nothing's happening. Right, exactly. And then no, all of a sudden... Yeah, and all of a sudden this. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the ones who've seen this, the druggy son is Voldemort. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, it's Tom Riddle. He's Tom Riddle. Whatever, he's Tom Riddle. It makes so much more sense now. From the one, um... No wonder he has death. No wonder he has death eaters. Wait, time is, it's a spell that went wrong, and he's just sitting there trying to get Harry Potter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was... Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. This last episode... Yeah. I was, I was really hey, so who, who's seen it again? Raise your hands. Okay, make like what? What's like your best like zombie noise to like describe the show? Zombie, zombie, I liked it. Zombie, I thought the Dana Mont was off. Right, that's like asking Kristen Stewart for it. Okay, now we can interpret it however we want. So. Since you're talking about zombies, I just saw a zombie romance novel, and I want to know how that works. Like Seriously. Kind of well, it's okay. yeah, it's like you, you got to kiss your girlfriend, and like her lips fall off. Well, I'm thinking or, more things once you get involved, you leave them behind. It, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, you like you like two really advanced lepers banging. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> I already thought it was gross, and now it's just like a whole new level. I now have mental images that won't go away. Okay, we professionally are visionary directors, so that's like a new level of gross. I'm the king of two parts. That's my wife. What my wife calls. Yes. Wow. So do we want to move to a new subject so I can get rid of this mental image? Now imagine that Yes, bring up Gotham. Who saw the new Who saw the new episode of Gotham? You guys are the only people that watch TV in here. I'm pretty sure. Do we just pick up best friends? Okay, we're not going to give any spoilers, but so far, the first episode of the season 
was absolutely amazing. So, so good. good. Has anyone seen season one? Yes. These guys, I know. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's new. <laughs> and what did you think of Captain, uh, what was his name, Zorog, or whatever his name is, the big fat guy that was going to... That was belching purple gas. Oh, yeah. He was funny as crap. Yeah, when he walks into the prison and everyone's wait, just wait, like, wait. "How funny is that?" That's pretty funny. Like, that's where I come from. And you're gonna marry him, so you're you're just gonna hear giggling in the bathroom and you're like, "What's so funny?" Never mind. Boy, so who can fart in the Dude, how cool! I have, I have, and you might hear a Mr. boy, and I have a a ten-month-old boy, and I told my wife, I finally said, "I'm so glad I have some boys because I finally get to show off some stuff to somebody, you know? Because that's what guys do. Get in here." Check this out. <laughs> this is still like following the poop conversation. Like she's over there playing Minecraft right now. She she just thinks this stuff is hilarious. Well, when you're like a little like my daughter comes, my baby comes in, you know, she's getting body training, she comes and she's like, Oh, you push down. And I'm like, Alright, well Wow! Good herb usage. But it's not the same, but like my son will be like, Come on in, son, let's have man and boy talk with some pride. Look what your old man just did. Show me your best shot. I think it really takes some like particularly like advanced like descriptive powers of a writer to like take these normal things that are already gross and just make them worse. I'm expecting poop in your book now. I have I there is one point at which one of the one of the characters no it, it's in the colony series. Which, Nothing's sacred. Called, Nothing is sacred. I told you. It's called the Colony Saga and it's a zombie apocalypse on speed. So every season of The Walking Dead could have been compressed to the first couple pages of this book. And at one point, the main character is knocked out through injuries, and he wakes up his daughter's there, and she goes, you've been asleep for seven poops as a way of, like, measuring time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Guys, 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 we used to be a classy show. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're measuring it by seven poops, I have to wonder, is this person constipated or not? You know, I do like to leave some things to the imagination. Alrighty. Because... <laughs> yes. Hey guys. Yes, okay, we'll They're move on. They're eating well in the zombie apocalypse. No, I didn't say whose they were. Oh, what? And suddenly, that's what we call, in writer in land, that's a twist. They're going to make our description of our panel way different next year. <laughs> Welcome to the first podcast. Constipation in you with Dungeon Crawl. I don't know, it could have been worse. I mean, my last panel I was on, it was called Cutting the Cord, and half the people thought it was about birthing. Right. And it was about, you know, cable. You uh, get a well, next year we'll have a line of Metamucil in the front. There you go. It's a sponsor. That's what we could give away next year. Metamucil. <laughs> Do you fear running when you're running from the dead? With Lock You Up, you don't have to worry anymore. See, this is just corporate opportunity. It is. Wow. And you didn't think Gotham was going to go there, did you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm bringing up topics. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just all going the same way. It's all going to poop. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Has gone down the shitter. Yep, is what I would say. Yeah, all right. Very much so. Anyway, anyway, all right. Gotham. If you guys haven't seen it, which most of you haven't, excellent, excellent, excellent TV. Yeah. We like to say that Marvel has pretty much taken over the cinema. But DC has yeah. taken over the two yeah, and, like, you know, and the funny thing, the only show I can think of that I feel like Marvel is like really just doing a banging job is Daredevil. I mean, you got that grittiness that you get from DC. Daredevil is amazing. 
amazing. I'll throw, I'll throw a bone to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too, but Daredevil was no. the next oh. level. No, no. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is... No, the total, the total. You guys, come on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Who likes Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? There you go. Who has taste? <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the poop joke. Okay, okay. so... Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Whole and new level, right? I was not pleased with his costume. At the end, I thought he just kind of like. Okay, so so he is getting an upgrade in the costume in season That's two. That's good. Because he just looks like Charlie Brown is you know, walking around as Daredevil. He's got this enormous head. Yeah. See, you'll make fun of him until he comes up and kicks your ass. That's good. blind. Dude, have <laughs> hey. you ever seen me and Daredevil in the same room? That brings up some <laughs> questions. Yeah. I'm excited about Agent of Well, I, so, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., my problem with it is the fact that you have to know what's going on in the movies to know kind of what's going on in the TV show. Where the, with DC, ex- with the exception of Daredevil, you know, they're running, and you can just watch that and enjoy it. You don't mm-hmm. need to watch the movies. To, I mean, the first season was so, it was like, what the crap's going on here? And then I go watch, you know, Winter Soldier, and I'm like, oh... This all makes sense now. That's and kind then, of the way... They, and then they play the next episode. It's like, okay, Hydra's here. Uh, but I feel the same way about the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, too. It's like, yeah. I need, like, like a chart. You know, like I start here, and then make my way down here, and then loop so around start, back yeah. to the second Iron Man, and then up to the... Like, it's yeah. just... It is a little bit of a mess. But and I think what's... And then for Ant-Man, you get all the way back over uh, here. Yeah. Sometimes I didn't like Ant-Man. So and Fantastic Four... Like, Whoa. This is not what Dude. That's like dumpster fire. Fantastic Four is just... Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be good. I just said it was terrible. Okay. <laughs> it was worth 20 poops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating? Yes. Yeah. How many movies with poops? Awesome! Three and a half poops. Who has, the emo- who has the poop emoticon? This is gonna go <laughs> on my demo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, no, I mean, uh, I don't know. Who there saw was... Fantastic Four? No, I didn't either. Who wishes they could erase yeah. it from their memory? You and who wants their money back? It, it's funny that. Wait, who's on Fantastic Four? 2015. That's, that's literally. That's literally everybody who saw it. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. I, I mean, I didn't even go see it. We made a bet on the show about how bad it would be and how good it would be. And 9% on IMDb. Woo! Yeah, I was like, no. It's going to be horrible. I'm not even going to see it. Half of the table was like, oh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. You get like a 40% on IMDb if you spell the title right in the opening credits. So, <laughs> for somebody to get seriously, you know, especially like genre stuff, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see a horror movie. My wife goes, oh, I got 25% on IMDb. And I go, that's because critics hate horror. They're never going to, you know, if yeah, it gets at 52% on IMDb, it's probably going to win an Academy Award. You know, but, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if it hits 9%, you know that the what happened was the makers of the movie actually found the critics and punched each of one of them in the crotch as hard as they could. It was like that bad of a movie. Well, and the funny thing is, is when they showed it to a test audience, the test audience hated it so much, they went back and reshot a lot of it. Like a what was it like before? <laughs> like, oh Nobody's ever gotten a negative we need to make that happen. It was, it was so film. bad. You know, it reminded me of back in the day when I was forced to sit in like my film class and watch all of like the pretentious crap that the like film students that thought they were all that come up and put it and make everyone watch it. And they're like watching you in the audience the whole time, like, do you get it? Yeah, we do. Do you see it. what just I did there? Like I'm just it. like, shut up. <laughs> 
What are you trying to do? It's not about that. Are Same thing with Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was artsy? It tried to be an art film. Really? It really did. Because Come on, Doctor thing... Doom had neon green lights running through his skin. You see the symbolism behind it? No, I see you're wasting my time. It killed me before I even... I have no desire to see it. And as soon as I looked at the coming attraction, I was like, awesome. The OC stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the world's smartest men. Whoosh! So many of my wives will crack. It was, I mean, they're like four years old each. Yeah. And I don't want the teens in and stuff, but like, dude, just an attractive, slightly older person, and I can believe he graduated kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't a fan of the first ones, but I wasn't the first one spoke a lot more yeah, amazing. I, like this yeah. I thought to myself, I'm going to go home and rewatch the first one. No, you didn't. Please don't. No. You didn't see it. You don't know. I was there. No, I have to see it. Yes, see. No, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't know. Like I was saying, they're kind of goofy, so it's kind of hard to make. But if you can make Ant-Man kind of cool, you can make yeah. It's a heist movie. Everyone loves a heist movie. You know. I mean, Seriously. Ocean's Eleven? Who doesn't true. love that movie? You did, they did do it in a smart way, but I mean, there was some aspect of the Ant-Man from the comics that were missing that I I'm just going to plug a book real quick. Um, Timothy Zahn's actually out on the floor. I thought he was in this room. I was like, that would be awesome. He wrote a book called Scoundrels. How many people have read that? Which one? Scoundrels? It's literally Ocean's Eleven with Han Solo, Chewie, and Lando Calrissian, and a bunch of other people. If you have not read it, it is amazing. I am going to put that on my book list. Um, Have you guys read the Thrawn trilogy? It's got a, it's got a nice yeah, yeah. The that's the writer as well. Yeah. He's amazing. He's down there, nicest guy. Go check him oh, out. Oh, he is super nice. Oh, he liked you. Um, he liked you. <laughs> he, he wouldn't like go over. But there's a moment in life where you're like so excited to see someone, and then instantly like I don't know what I should be feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me, Timothy's. A, anyway, no, he's a good guy. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> So what else should we talk about? So, who's excited for the new se- seasons of TV? I mean, we got The Flash coming up. Flash! <laughs> I was like, who's I excited? Watch the Flash. Flash and Arrow. You guys Flash. don't have. Arrow. You guys don't have to keep raising Flash. your hands. We know. Yeah. Yeah, we know you guys. We know. <laughs> seen, who's seen? seen the German remake of Heidi? Those guys. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got. So we got that. We got the new episode of Doctor Who that just hit. I don't know where to go now. <laughs> so the Flash is cool. Yes. Well, I'm excited for the Flash this year because they're they're uh, they're going to be doing uh, interdimensional. So we're going to see the multiverse this season. So we're going to see some different Flashes, some other characters showing up. Uh, DC's Heroes of Tomorrow. That looks pretty cool. Um, I mean, you wouldn't expect it. Like, when I first started The Flash, I was like, this is going to be pretty difficult to pull off. Instantly, I think even oh, episode amazing. one, I was like, all right, all right. Well, yeah. it's Monday yet? Well, The so Flash is an like easy Flash, character to pull off, though. And I just like the <laughs> guy who picked for The Flash. And yeah. then about five minutes in, I was like, I love him. Yeah. yeah. Why is he easy to pull off, Dan? Everyone loves him. He's an everyday guy, and they just, you know, he gets to run fast. He's always pining for the girl who here has never done that. Some of the girls probably. Yeah. Well, or pining for the guy. Uh, I mean, it's just—it's a really good story, and everyone can relate to him. Yeah. So it's, and not only that, you don't have like super overpowered uh, villains. You know, you got Captain Cold that just shoots a gun that freezes people, kind of like Mister Freeze. You got Captain Boomerang—they're normal villains. You know, where you're looking at a Superman, 
you know, you've got you've got to keep making those villains more powerful. Look at Smallville. How many seasons do we have to have kryptonite powered villains over and over again? It, it was annoying. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Smallville, I thought was was Buffy the Vampire Slayer in tights. <laughs> I mean, it followed exactly the but same. But there was no tights. No tights. No, no but you know what I mean? Yeah. It was the same exact beats with superheroes. Yeah, really well. You know what I liked in the new season, or the, I guess the last season of Flash? What? They brought in Grodd. Oh my gosh, what? that was amazing. What? Who would think they could do that? And they did it good. Yeah. Well, you know who Grodd is? They brought in the trickster. Yeah. And the trickster. Well, and Mark bringing Mark Hamill back was genius. We should call that the experts corner over there. Yes. The experts. What do they have to say? What was the name of the fifth guy in the hall in the third season of the second episode of Fortuity? Sure. Right? <laughs> Maybe we need him on the show. Right? <laughs> Call Boba Guy after show. And let's move to our expert on this topic. Yeah. Yep. Is anybody interested in all, at all in Heroes Reborn? The two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say? I want to say no. Well, I got really bored towards the end of the last... I just... I, yeah. I just stopped talking. Season I one, season two, season. I was done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, because it was like... The car came into town. And there I really was wasn't much... There. That's the right place to stop. I, really, it is. After the second season, there really isn't much more. I, so I just don't understand what they're going to pull off with this new... Let, let me ask you this. Does it look in any way better... Than the original series. It was I mean, in the last season of the original series. I like the You know what? They're leading with Hero, and he was an awesome character. That's yes. the only thing I've got that I think is interesting. Well, I, when I watch it, I, I, I disassemble it, and I'm looking at what they did differently, especially, I mean, this is just the trailer, but I can already tell that they're taking kind of a new angle at it. It seems like they're taking a new twist in, like, the mood and the atmosphere, and, and kind of taking themselves a little bit more seriously, but with a more, like, epic twist. And I think that's what it needed. It's a superhero movie. Don't make it drag and boring. Like, oh, make it, like, build and build and come down and build. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the thing is, is it, even though that show really sucked at the end, it gave us Zachary Quinn. And that's what we should be <laughs> Just so you could have Spock, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A great Spock. Who would have thought? Uh, uh-oh. I think Robin you better watch your mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Leonard Nimoy. Sorry. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you can't have him, anybody else? I don't think anybody else would. No, he, he does a great job, except for the guy out there. I mean, wow, <laughs> see the spot out there. He's, he's amazing. Old. I know, right? But he's huge. He to be Daniel. Yeah. Let it go. He's Leonard Nimoy reincarnate. <laughs> Spock is old. Let it go. Not in the movie. <laughs> no, he is. No. <laughs> he is both. Okay, I'll give you that. Granted, there's two Spocks, but he's still old. Okay. Um, I don't know. So, Heroes Reborn, it's kind of a love-hate relationship, at least for me. Because the first season was really cool, because it was brand new. It was something different. I like Hero. I hated it when they suddenly took his powers away. And then yeah, suddenly he had to get his powers back. Oh, it was stressful. And <laughs> if they can do without all the soap opera drama... And just deliver a really cool hero villain. Yeah, I know. A really cool hero villain story. I think it has some opportunity. But at the same time, there's, you know, with 
the original one, they just kept throwing in too many people at the same time. You know, yeah. I really think what made the first season work is that back at that time, that that that, that year, like superhero movies weren't as big, yeah. especially on TV. Yeah. Like there was oh, yeah. nothing, so they they were really the only things out there to kind of grab yeah, that I genre. Like we were really thirsty for it. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen now? That's one thing I'm worried about is that every yeah. single year we get like four superhero right movies, we get two or three seasons of some superhero Three show. Now they have to compete with that. And Star Wars episodes. And the movies. And the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to ask a question. This is something we brought up so many times on the show. How many of you feel like you are going to eventually reach burnout on geek stuff with geek movies and TV and everything else? I mean, it's really cool, but we'll... <laughs> You're asking a man dressed as Boba Fett, and you know what? I just don't see that. If they make films like Fantastic Four, I yeah. think they will. Okay. I think it will ruin things for us if they don't do it. Well, the, the thing is, okay, what well, we're getting, what, three to four Marvel movies a year now. Mm-hmm. Then we're also going to be getting Star Wars movies on top of that, which, yes, that is awesome. And then all the other stuff they're going to be yeah, throwing at us. so much stuff. Well, you know what? I, I don't think it's it's a question of bringing on geeks because like geeks are always going to be here and nerds are always going to be here. Yeah. We're going to love things obsessively because that's like a defining factor. But we are going to see. I think we're going to see one of one of two things. Well, two of two things happening. First of all, yes. there are going to be too many blockbusters, and they're going to realize, hey, we can't have ten two hundred million dollar movies a year. Yes. We yeah. need to have six. You know, and they're going to put all their eggs in those baskets, and then they're going to make more movies like Ant Man, which was. It was a hundred and fifty million dollar movie, which is a lot of money, but it ain't the Avengers, you know. So they're gonna scale it down. And then the other thing is that the real danger isn't too much stuff, it's that too many crap movies happen. Because if they keep putting out, you know, things that are X Men two level and things that are X Men three. X Men two that was a great one. No, I'm saying those were fantastic. Um, X Men two or, you know, Batman Begins, or oh, okay. things that are great, people will eat it up. But as soon as they start being like, well, this is a license to print money, let's puke out Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four 2 is on the way, which is yeah. amazing that that's even happening. And this is the problem, too, is Disney is famous for just squeezing every last penny out of something, which is why you got, like, the Little Mermaid 18 on direct DVD, Ariel's Revenge, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that could be cool, though. Because, but they, they do that, they milk yeah. it, and, and if they can do like the Pixar version where they don't do a sequel until it's awesome, great, it'll yeah. never end. If they go the direct DVD Disney route, we got a real problem. Yeah. yeah. No, I had a question. Hold on, I think it's what, when you're talking Close about. Close up, get up to the mic, sorry. When you're talking about whether you get burned out on something, depending on if you love this genre. There's people that love horror movies, no matter how many horror movies you're not going to go see it. Just so they at least compare it to all the others. Amen. So if you like superhero movies and action sci-fi movies, you're going to go see them. If it, if it tickles something in, in the genre that you like, you're going to go see it so you can always, you know, so you can compare it to all the others and, and all like that. So I think that you're really going to get the burnout because as long as you don't do things like even Iron Man 3 was had its moments. I really didn't care for it, but past mm-hmm. moments it were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that, but I think Marvel, I think Disney is letting Marvel handle the movies enough that the Marvel people know what they want for their people. Right. Whereas, like, Fantastic Four, the first thing you heard was, oh, we told the actors, don't read a single Fantastic Four comic book because it's not going to be anything like that. Yeah. See, one of the biggest things, one of the most important things that they teach in film school is to know your target audience when you go out after something. 
you want to be true to yourself. You want to be true as the kind of filmmaker that you are and the kind of stories that you put out. But if you're handling something as sensitive as a comic book and a, a series of comic books that are beloved by a group of yeah. people, you owe it to those fans to deliver something that does it justice. Fantastic Four didn't do it. Yeah, like but I, sending them back to Marvel. That's what they need. That's what they need to do. That's why I have so much faith in the new Star Wars movie. I've had a lot of conversations with people that say, oh, if they could mess it up and J.J. didn't want to do it, now he's doing it. I'm like, no. You can watch the previews and you can see all the practical effects and see that already that he's done amazing things. Yeah, well, it's, I disagree. I do. Because, like, first of all, the fans don't matter. Are there any little kids in here? Yeah. Okay, the fans don't matter with any of these people. How many seats they... I'm a screenwriter, I know how this works, and, and if they can, their question is, how can we pull in the most people for the least money? And if they can grab, the people you're talking about are cultists, they are not movie-going audiences. Like, I'm a horror guy, I write horror movies and horror novels for a living, and I don't go to see every horror movie because some of them are ass, you know? And, and the fact is, they don't respect, I mean, Superman, the Superman movie, they got Superman fundamentally wrong. And you know what? Yeah. I know the guy who wrote it. He knew it. They just wanted something that was edgy and bitching and that Zack Snyder could do his like 300 slow-mo motion picture MTV thing with for two and a half hours. And it made a billion dollars. And that's what they care about. Yeah. So the problem See, is they're going to J.J. Abrams, however, he wanted to – he denied at first to do the movie. Because he cared so much about Star Wars that he didn't want to mess it up. He was terrified. Yeah. And Disney kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually he came around to saying, you know what, maybe it is my job. Maybe this is my calling. Because we were talking about this uh, earlier today in our fan film panel. That it, it just seems to be one massively budgeted, you know, Hollywood-grade fan film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, J.J. is so in love with the series. J.J. is so in love with the yeah, franchise. J.J. is actually like people worship J.J., but he gave us season of and the floating I, no, no, I get that, I get that. But he also gave us a Star Trek that was pretty decent. He, I love Star Trek. Without having known much at all about it. Well, and he didn't want to take Star Trek because yeah. he was so much of a Star Wars fan. Right. Yeah. I love, I like a lot of his work. I'm just saying people like J.J. Abrams is involved and he's really committed. I'm like, well, I don't care because he's sucked before and he's totally capable of sucking this time. He, he I'm not saying he can. I'm totally like, it could completely bomb. Mm-hmm. But from yeah. what I've seen, I mean, especially with Star Wars as, as you know, a general franchise, the first Star Wars made by George Lucas, completely awesome. I think what made the next, like, episode five and six so amazing is that he handed it off to someone else yeah, that he was had. Very exactly. Like, he, 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 he dug the foundation and he gave the shovel to someone who knew how to get to the next level and then the shovel to the next person to get to the next level. And I think it's so smart of him. Maybe it was out of greed, who knows, to get the money or just be done with it. But to give it to someone else with a new vision, new style, and, and ultimately, you can sit down, by the way, sorry. Um, I, I just a new perspective on how to, to bring this into a more modern age. And I think, you know, at first when I heard it was J.J., I was like, ah, that's the obvious choice. Mm. Ah, you know, they're probably doing it for the name I brand. I like, Flares. Right. Yeah. And then as soon as I saw... It's impossible to look yet. Oh, yeah. I did that. <laughs> I regret it. Anyway. You know what's the thing that gives you the most hope about the new movie is that they've got Lawrence Tanston on board. And he's yes. the one who wrote yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. they've got the right team. I think they've got the right like group of people that care, give a crap about the mm-hmm. franchise. That's what gives me hope. Until I'm proven wrong, I'm going to at least enjoy the build-up. 
I'm going to go there with guarded enthusiasm because, I mean, I, guys, I like, my friends snuck me into the episode one and I fully had to do like a Mission Impossible lead role across the aisle. So he's like, I was hiding out in some romantic comedy and the, the place was so guarded. It was in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, you had people waiting for weeks. So I got in an hour ahead of time and I had to wait for this romantic comedy. And then jump across the aisle when the guard's back was turned. I'm serious. I was like humming Mission Impossible. <laughs> and, and then so I ended up in like the dead center, most perfect seat in the whole thing. And Luke is still comes on. I'm like, yeah! And everybody's screaming. And then 15 minutes, I'm like, yeah! And then Padre's, yeah! And Watching those freaking jobs. You know, That's so like the prequels. Boys in the movie left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Those are the people that keep arguing with me. They're just like, ah, prequels are so bad. And then even if it's mentally, like, it just leaves a bad taste in your yeah. mouth. I'm like, this, wipe that clean. I George Lucas is just gone. He's a consultant, just to make himself feel better. And, I mean, it's it's a completely right. new game. Well, and even J.J. Abrams said he's just going off to the last three, four, five, and six. Yeah. He's ignoring yeah. midichlorians. And, and, that's, and, and the other thing is... They turned the Force, which was this awesome mystical thing, into to space herpes. Yep. Like, oh, <laughs> how many cooties do you have in you? You've got the Force, yes, and... Later on, by the way, your genitalia will fall off. That's a side effect. <laughs> That's the real reason the Jedi don't get married is because of the midichlorians. <laughs> that was so. Hey, but you can, can do the these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Who cares? Dude, I hate it. Might as well just been like spraying like midichlorians in his yeah. eyes, like <laughs> the droids you're looking for. Okay. You got some geek questions, so let's take away some stuff. All right, geek questions. Yes. Well, you need to kind of now that we've gone there. everywhere, the potty humor's gone. Thank you. Uh, Do we want to? Yes, we'll talk. We'll talk more about Michael Brent stuff too. Okay. We'll <laughs> How many of you have ever read anything by Michael Brent Collins over here? There's still time. <laughs> yes. Let's put it this way. Uh, what was Twisted? Mm-hmm. I recently read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You so, yes, I'm going to admit this. This is, this, this is the Yes, this listening. is him. Oh. So, uh, I, when I was a child, my <laughs> uncle, when I, when I was eight, yes, no, so, so when I was eight, over the summer, my, my uncle exposed me to eight to nine horror movies Oh, every that was going another direction in my mind. For the entire <laughs> summer. Oh. Yes. I know. You don't follow my uncle with exposure. <laughs> I know. Never. I said that in my crap. <laughs> so, you? I have been desensitized from horror stuff. I read this book and of his Twisted. It is so creepy. I had to literally turn the lights on when I walked around my house. I could not walk around the house in the dark. Because I felt like something was going to drag me into the depths of hell. Um... <laughs> Yes. Is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a book that will scare you that badly, go go pick it up. I don't know. Do you have any more? You're taking it. I don't. Guys, I'm, I didn't. Just really quick. I'm in CL32 and 33, and I have like five books left. So that is awesome. Going quick. And we're only at day two. Yeah. What are you going to do tomorrow? I'm going to sit there and have like a big sheet out and just saying. All right. We'll have to come by with the video Probably camera. Dude. So, how, how do, maybe we won't come by with the <laughs> camera. So, does that, let's ask a question. How do you want to do this? Whoever can answer it, we'll just, we'll give them a book. You just want one question? Yes. Should it be a hard question? Is it like an easy question? Well, let's do an easy one. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to. If you, if you know one. it, raise your hand. 
All right. Uh, then we'll call on you, and then you can answer. But wait, we should we should say these. Yeah, Boba Fett, come up, come up, <laughs> Boba Fett. So he's gonna answer first, so we can get him out of the way. There's the mic. You're wearing Boba Fett. I mean, you're gonna get this. Uh, I wish I would have had harder questions for this kid. Let's let's ask him three. Let's see. Three. No, just get one. One. We don't have a lot of time. Fine. What is the license plate of the Millennium Falcon? Go. What? <laughs> okay, oh I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, what is the name of Han Solo's home planet? It is Corellia. Ah, ding, 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 right. ding! It's wow. A that seems we'll too easy. We'll just give that away. Everyone clap! Oh! All right. Woo! I've got so much stuff here. Let's just keep going. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Raise your hand. We're just gonna start picking people. Like you don't want to have it. Let's Fine. go him first, and then you can go next. We'll just go one after another. What? You want to read? Okay, she'll, she'll read one. Jesus. He is not here. Yes, he was. He was downstairs. He was holding that sign that says, Jesus saves the rest of us take uh, D20. D20 damage? <laughs> Where is my D20? We should do that. Critical. Yes. Oh, so, so Jess wants to read a question. What, what is it? What, um, what is this? This one's hard, though. Go for it. Trophy. It is right. a trophy. <laughs> Come on. Okay. We're on. Three fictional felines from comic books or... Three fictional felines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So characters that are feline mm-hmm. are related? Okay. Alright, would uh, Blake from Ruby count? No? If we knew what that was... Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could explain. Sylvester? Yeah. Okay. It's basically cat girl. Oh, ah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like Adam West from Fairly Odd Parents, I guess. <laughs> All right, so let's, we'll count that one. one. All right, uh, uh, Justice Friends, uh, 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 Panther. Okay. He's thinking out of the box. Mm-hmm. There's like five oh, easy ones. He He's like, I'm going really outside the box. Like he's not saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and let's see if I can find another one. Oh, my gosh. Stone Dark. Stone Dark. I'm just giving you a five. It's out there now. Alright. <laughs> so since you asked a cat question, should we go with Kitty Saves the World? Alright. Just kidding. Alright. Ellie Moss at Junior. Yes. Alright. So come on. Let's let's hurry. Let's go. I just want to give away stuff. Jeez, freaking. Who wants stuff? Who else wants stuff? Go ahead. Okay, get up here. Anyone else? Anyone else? Come on up. Come on up. Alright. Here's another one. Here's a little hard one. Though James Earl Jones voiced the infamous Sith Lord Darth Vader, which actor wore the Vader suit in the original 1977 Star Wars film? Hint, he's already been here. Wow. Wow, dude. You already got a book. <laughs> You're ruining the, like, the whole functionality of this contest. His name is David. Alright. He's just getting a book. You're going to be sad if you don't get anything right? I don't even know how to say it. Okay, we'll try it. What is the name of Thor's hammer? Yeah. Woo! See, you got it right. Mjolnir. <laughs> All right. Do we got any more people? Anyone else? That Anyone one else? looks cool. Put that one up on the blood. No. This one. This one. Yeah. Anyone want this book? Looks like uh, Buffy-ish. It is Buffy-ish. That looks cool. Yeah. She she fights vampires. Yeah. What do people read? Excellent. Yeah. Get up here. Get up here. I don't know any answers to questions. You're a volunteer. You're awesome. We're just going to give it okay. to you. 
Hey, answer this on the way up. What is the name of Superman's father? Superman's father. Awesome. Okay, we'll take it. Dad. 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 Thank you, guys. Somebody yell it out. Ah, Boba Fett, you're disqualified from here on out. You're, you're the Hermione of the group. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to change this. What is the name of Superman's dad in Gods and Monsters? <gasps> Mister. Senior. Senior Jordan. You know, it's Who has seen Gods and Monsters? Dudes, you guys got to see that. Like, Ultimate Justice League, it's awesome. Superman's dad, Zod, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. It is so freaking amazing. I have never liked Superman until... I don't know if anyone's going to fight over this. But this is... This is an awesome game. It's a Night Eternal based on True Blood. Any True Blood fans out here? You already won something. Does anyone... <laughs> Nobody likes True Blood. I think people just don't want to admit they like True Blood. I think they like True Blood. I like True okay, Blood. Okay, ask I'll a question. Anyone raise their hand and we'll go to it. All right, here we go. What, is, what should we do here? I got, I got, I got an audible. Okay. What is the ship model of the Millennium Falcon? It's a... Uh... No, 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 you're out. <laughs> In the back. No, I, I know the chart is. No, the back. The back, back. Huh? Yeah, I got it. All right, I'm going to make my cameraman take it up there. All the way back. <laughs> YT 1300. Yep. Wait, who am I taking this to? Guy all the way in the back. Raise your hand. Huh? Oh, that's my nephew. He's a ginger, too. I have a family of gingers. Uh, he looks like the Joker from Gotham. Yeah. Hey, yo, camera so, guy. So you've decided you look like the Joker from Gotham. I've gotten that several times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Embrace it. Dude. Embrace it. You should dress up. That could be your cosplay tomorrow. All right. Legitly, dude. So what are you in for? I killed my parents. Me too. That was awesome. All right. So let's talk about your books, because we yeah. haven't got much more time. Okay. And, yeah. I'm What do you want to talk about, Dan? Wait, what's, this, what's the what, question, what, what dude? What was that? Um, was the Justice League, that movie you were talking about? Gods and Monsters. Is that one with, where uh, Harley Quinn has all those heads? Yes. yes. Oh my god, I want to see that. Yeah, it's so good. It's awesome. It, there are like three uh, short yes, films online you can check out first. Yes, it's amazing. You get a taste for it. Watch very it. Much. Amazing. Yeah. The vampire, Wonder Woman's a sexaholic, and Superman kills people. And he's Mexican. Yes. And Superman. Senor Superman. <laughs> he crash lands in Mexico. And he's And his dad is... Uh, yeah. All right. What do you want to say? What's your latest book? My Let's latest, go there. What is my latest? Oh, I just... My latest... See, I write... Like, you write so many books. I write four to eight a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just so you guys know... Because you guys don't know who I am. I'm an internationally best-selling novelist in like 40 countries, and I'm a produced screenwriter, and I've been one of Amazon's most most uh, top-selling horror writers for like four years. Like the only person that sells more than him sometimes is Stephen King. No, I'm, I wish, but yeah. I've been neck and neck with Stephen King a couple yeah. times, so that's pretty cool. Um, so my most recent book is called The Deep, and it's about a group of deep-sea divers 
who go out and they get hit by this rogue wave, and when it stops, they do a sonar check of their surroundings. And the ocean floor, which was 800 feet deep, is now 150 feet deep, and it's covered in ship profile, so it looks like there's sunken ships down there. And they uh, they dive down and they find a lot of things. Yes. Um, but the, the best part of that was like I did all this research about scuba diving because if you're doing, um, there's different kinds of scuba diving and you can do, use different mixes uh, of um, air and nitrox and stuff like that. But if you go down with just regular old air, you get to 150 feet and 100 million different things can go wrong. So of course that's where the ocean floor is and they're only outfitted for regular air diving. And the scariest stuff, all my fans were writing saying the scariest stuff is just all the crap that happens to a regular yeah. scuba diver. Well, and the cool thing about the book, because I got to read it, which, you know, you know that fear that you feel the first time you ever watch Jaws? You know, how that hit me in that book. I mean, you just like, eh, don't want to go in the ocean. You know, and it's funny, because like, I hate the ocean. I hate the ocean, but I used to go wave running. Oh, I love wave running. Um, but the ocean terrifies yeah. me, so. Sharks. They'll eat you. Right? Especially so <laughs> that giant 50 foot one. Well, all I can think is like, I look exactly like a seal. I look exactly like a seal. But, but wave running, the best thing is like, you go up one wave and you fly into the air, and then if you time it perfect, you come down the backside of another wave, and yes. it's just like glass. Otherwise, you hit flat, and your rectum goes right through the roof of your mouth. It's just no um, But so, whenever I would hit wrong, I would fly off, and all my buddies who would go wave running with me, they would, they would, I could hear them going, and their engines would die as soon as I flew off. And it wasn't that they were concerned. I thought they were just worried for me. But it turned out they, they wanted to watch. They loved it when I yelled because like, I'd fall, and I'd already turn back to the wave runner, and I'd do this, like, like the cartoon thing where you run in the air. And, and I'm seriously, I'd be halfway back to the wave runner before I even hit the water. Because it, and then, and then of course I'm in like a you know a life suit, and the way you swim in a life suit is like this. <laughs> you know? So they just thought so it was a comedy sick. show. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, I'm gonna be eaten, and you guys are gonna feel terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, the ocean's always scared me, and I love doing oceany things. I just don't want to be wet doing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went. I went. Um, I went to Kauai on my honeymoon. Uh, with my wife, and and she said, so the things in Hawaii are like, you go scuba diving, you go snorkeling, you go out, and I'm like, I can't do that, because I sink, that's the other thing, I have zero buoyancy, so like, unless we're going to get man floaties for me, and I'm going to go out, and, and I was actually like, at one point, I was a pretty good looking guy, so like, I had pecs and stuff, and then my little man floaties, and she just didn't think that was good, so she's like, I can teach you to float, you know, I'm a, I'm a swim instructor, I was a state level swimmer in high school in California, so I'll teach you. And after an hour of, of like holding me up, letting me go and sinking, she just walked away and she's like, piss. <laughs> because of my, she's like, die. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so can you, can you guys ahead. like explain to me the freaking golden baby joke? Because I brought this all the way over here because <laughs> I thought it was going to be important and you say, hey, it's for a pun and then we're done. <laughs> and there's only six of these in the world, man. There are. So, but it's awesome. We had to put it on display. All so, right. Jared, over here, has actually won this award for uh, Best I Special I still want to know the joke. Okay, okay. Um, for uh, fan, Star Wars fan film. He's on StarWars.com. Star he won that. It's amazing. Uh, it's based around the Knights of the Old Who's played Knights of the Republic? Yeah. yeah. Who that's, wants to see Darth Revan and Darth Nihilus duke it out? That's, that's our movie. Yeah, so check it out. How, 
Now, as far as what the re- reference is, what it really is, it's, it was the weirdest thing. So, doing an interview with him several years ago. And this is my first. That was my first yeah, interview ever. Ever. Like a radio show. And he just starts. It just like yeah, I'm just gonna drop a when baby or something. When I die, I'm gonna hire someone's a, a friend, a trusted friend, and when I die, I want him to shove a solid full baby up. Oh yeah, that's that, right. And then drop a, a ton of fish over my corpse, so that when the CSI guys show up, they'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was about their response. They're like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's all about. Six in the world, man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's always classy when I'm on deck. Yep. So that's what it is. We just win it. We got a new rating. Sure. There you go. Oh, okay. Fifteen boobs And with that full circle. Emoticon. You know what? Like, we, it was funny because we, we've always been able to like say ridiculously stupid things on me and Ben because we go yeah. back for a while. And um, and one of the best ones we like we were riffing for like an hour and then we're like we should start the show and I said, <laughs> and at that point I went dude I, I've used all my A game. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are you up to? I got enough. Oh, stuff. Stuff. Things. Yeah. With people. You just gotta get record right away. Right, totally. It was the funniest thing, so. Yeah. So, don't use up all your good stuff first. And this is true in dating. I think it's true. You don't want to come out of the bat so amazing that the second date sucks because they're not invested yet. No. They can leave you. You want to wait to start really sucking until. At least a year after marriage. Yeah, well, the thing is, this guy the other day, he asked me, should I take flowers on the first date? I'm like, no, you really? never do that. Why? Because you are starting out setting the bar right uh, Way here. too high. Every time you don't bring flowers, <laughs> she's going to be like, Oh, it's my hair flowers. I started that way. Did I did I upset you last time? Did yeah, I, but see that works into it too. You did you start out that way and now you where are my flowers? We're getting married in a week, folks. It's taking four years though. Yeah. A lot of flowers. Yeah. yeah. A lot of nagging. She had to wait till I got famous. So just zero. If the divorce happens, she gets half. Oh no. <laughs> and, and I bet she'll put it in the same place my buddy's gonna do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to regret bringing this thing. <laughs> Just doing the trophy. Is this tacky? It feels tacky. What's going on with this? It feels sticky. Wow. It feels like a collector's piece. <laughs> Here's the thing, I'm a horror writer, so like, everybody else thinks normal stuff, and I think weird stuff. Yes. Like, I can't take my kids to the park, I absolutely can't, and it's like, I love my kids, but I can't take them, because every time they go up, you know, the monkey bars, I see them falling and dying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not like a hope, it's just I don't know, like, I feel like a wonder, so I feel the same way. No, one. no, not the same as this, like, because I've got full-on images, and then he'll plunk that way and hit that way. At this point, it's still cracks and three yeah, my wife fully understands. Like, I'll go to the park, and ten minutes later, she'll look at me and go, "You can leave now." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there, like, 
Yeah, it's the worst experience. Mine is a little different because I watch zombie stuff like a lot. I don't. I mean, I like zombies. I don't love zombies. But if I'm watching anything and we're in a park and a kid throws up, this has happened before. It is like all hands on deck. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) We're going to Mexico. (laughs) Somebody hit me! We're almost out of time. This is weird. So, normally Wait, I show guys for an hour and a half. Can I drop a plug? Yes, Real go quick. ahead. If you guys want to see some clips from the movie that won this thing, we're at the 501st booth uh, downstairs in the exhibit hall. Come check us out. Grab a little poster. Are you a member of the 501st? I am a member of the 501st. You know Ryan Simmons? Yes, I do know Ryan Simmons. He's one of my best friends in the whole universe. He was at these, this award show like three years ago. I believe it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he took me to San Diego Comic Con because he won it. That's where it was. I was there with him. Yeah, he won we were in the same room awesome. back then. See, you just didn't know. Guys. Yeah. See, the golden baby was already forming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Broken Souls. Knights of the Old Republic, Broken Souls. Yeah, well, you can look at Broken Souls on YouTube and it's like four down. You can look up Knights of the Old Republic and it's like four down. Yeah. All right, and so you're at Teal 32. Seriously, come by and say hi and buy one of my last books. Um, or go to Amazon and buy books there. Or buy any of the form. I actually have business cards, so if anybody wants a business card. But I'll be here tomorrow as well, so if you want to talk books tomorrow morning. Yes. Uh, also, you can, go, you can catch Perfect. our show, Dungeon College Radio. Uh, it's on iTunes, it's on Stitcher. You can just go to our website, DungeonCollegeRadio.com. We broadcast every Thursday. Uh, I found it, it on my podcast app. The yeah, the podcast app, it's there podcast as well. I believe so. I mean, we're just everywhere. the podcast just with iPhone, what do you want? Yeah. So check us out. We have lots of fun. There isn't as many potty humor as there was today, um, but we still have a lot of fun. Yes, we have a start. Yeah, who knows? So uh, yeah, uh, we have a video division as well. We go on a lot of different adventures, a lot of like sci-fi, like simulators. We went to the void. Who knows we what will, the void is? We, will we be, were there. We're there. We, it was we amazing. One of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. We also <laughs> we did some of the space center. You'll be, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that you'll be able to check out in the next couple of weeks. Yep. So, and then it's called fandom. So yes. Yeah. If you see us floating around with a camera and you want a shot, you might get it in the episode. So it's a big camera, hard to, hard to miss. So. Okay. Uh, I, are, we're out of time, right? Are we? Yeah. Okay. So thank you all for coming. And uh, thank you. Thank you guys. Okay. My, uh, my I need that. My